All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of Amazon, Walmart, Target, these companies that hate you? Literally, they hate you. They spit in the face of your values. They hate children. They're pro-abortion. They're anti-Christian. They're pro-LGBTQ. So am I. That's why I love my good friends at Public Square, the absolute parallel economy. Not only can you download their app at publicsq.com right now, Starting November 1st, now you can have the e-commerce just like Amazon, just like Walmart, just like Target on the Public Square app. They are putting their money where their mouth is to bring you the parallel economy. No more shopping in Amazon, no more shopping at Target, no more shopping at Walmart. Shop at Public Square from now on to support the companies that support your values. Go to publicsq.com right now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. All right, what's going on, America? And welcome to this bonus episode, Wimpy, Weak, and Woke. How truth can save America from utopian destruction. That is the name of the book, and the man, the myth, the legend that wrote it is John L. Cooper, uh, our good friend here at Dear America, and front man, lead singer, uh, bassist, Sar uh, uh, or whatever it is of a skillet. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, John is here. John, how are you, buddy? What's up? I'm I'm just being a Sar over here. <laughs> well, I was gonna say basses king, basses, but I thought, oh, you know, we got, you know, it's probably not the best, best, <laughs> best thing to say. And so, anyway, all right. So you were our very first live on rumble person yeah. to ever call in uh how was that experience that what did you could you see the show before you came in i hadn't even got to talk to you about that yeah. oh that's awesome that's oh, awesome yeah, yeah i could see it i could hear it it was good and it was it was uh it was easy. It was cool, man. I'm, cool. I'm, and I'm honored to be the first one. Absolutely. I, I'm glad that you were able to do it. But now we get to sit down and we get to have the real conversations about your new book that is out, Wimp, Wimp, Wimpy, Wimpy, Weak, and Woke. Uh, I, I, I'm i going to start referring to it as the three W's that will destroy America. Uh, your new book is out. And this one... This one, this is a this is this is a book, man. This thing is thick. This thing is a lot. I, I started I started reading it yesterday, and the first chapter, I mean, automatically, like this one hits different than your first book. And, and so, I'm curious. Before we start talking about the book specifically, what led you? To because you're you're on tour, uh, you know. You, I'm sure you guys are constantly working on new music and all this other kind of stuff. What led you to go? You know what? I got something to say. I got to write this book. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, some people are going to think this sounds alarmist. Maybe not your fans. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I mean, you don't know, man. Some people get real upset with me all the time. So, well, we came to the right place. No, I mean, I, I, it's quite literally this: Do I do I love America? Yes. Do would I like to keep living in the America that I knew of before we lose everything? Yeah. Yeah. Do I like Western civilization? Yep. I mean, it's a, it's like, man, if we don't speak up now, we may not have the opportunity to speak up in the future. And I don't mm. think, I don't think that's that alarmist. I, I think we are on the brink of the end of Western civilization. Couldn't agree more. And if people didn't believe it prior to 2020, I just don't know how they would deny it now. I mean, I yeah. never believed in a million years that you would get everybody in the world to lock up in their houses especially Americans, for an endless amount of time. I never believed you'd have churches saying, you know what, we're, we're just not going to open for another year. Yeah. I never thought we'd force kids to be home. And then I didn't think that, that Americans would try to force other Americans to take jabs that we have no earthly idea what may happen if you take those things. Yeah. Uh, we can just keep going down the list of things I never thought I would see. So for me, I was like, okay, I'd rather keep playing music and not talk about this yeah. stuff. But I, but you know what? I think we might lose it all. And uh, I don't want to be one of those people going, dude, why didn't I say something? Yeah. I had an opportunity to say something. I had a platform. It's sort of like, I mean, I hate to be this dramatic, and, and, and I, don't, I don't want to say it's apples and apples, but it's a little bit like when you hear – survivors from the, the Holocaust interviewed, you know, and, and you ask mm -hmm. people, why, why were people like, what was it like? Why were people silent? You hear some of these people saying, well, we just didn't know what we, we didn't know if it was true. We yeah. didn't know if we should say something. We never then thought we it thought, was going to well, get that say, bad is what a lot of them say. Like never we never expected. Yeah. That's crazy. That's right. And I just want to, I just want to make sure people hear me. I am not saying this is apples and apples to the Holocaust, all right? I'm only saying that's something that you never thought it'd get that bad. Not in a million years did you think so. And I never thought we'd be here. So that's why I just said, you know what? Forget it. I've got to say something. So I did. All right. Pure Talk has you covered for the holidays with a free Moto G 5G phone. No gimmicks, no trade-in necessary. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and 15 gig data plan for just 35 bucks and get the Moto G 5G phone for free. But here's the deal. You need to move fast because these phones are almost gone. So if your current phone is on live support, upgrade for free with Pure Talk. Enjoy two-day battery life, an exceptional quad pixel camera, and a whole lot more. Just go to puretalk.com slash Graham to get this exclusive offer and to select the plan that's right for you and your family. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price. So make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Graham to claim your free Moto G 5G phone with qualifying plan. Again, puretalk.com slash Graham, puretalk.com slash Graham. Well, I think that I think that's very powerful because I think that happens with everything. I mean, you know, if, if people are getting triggered by the Holocaust statement, well, then let's go to the COVID lockdowns, right? Like, I, I think that most of us, uh, me and you were friends during that time as well. I think even even myself, I'm like, ah, 
You know, I, uh, I mean, I don't really think, I mean, who would have ever thought that it would get like the whole world would lock down? You know what I mean? Like, like, and then who would have yeah. ever thought that they would blatantly lie to us about these hospitals that were overrun and they were putting bodies in, in the back of semi trucks. And then you've got these TikTokers that are literally going to these hospitals and nobody's there. <laughs> and then who would have ever yeah. thought that you weren't allowed to even show those videos and that we would be, you know, considered uh, evil and, and, and false information and deplatformed and, and censored for simply asking questions. I, I think it all, it, it all boils down to, uh, are you going to sit idly by or are you going to, uh, say something about it. Um, we had a conversation like, you know, now the military is talking about all these rises in cardiovascular issues since the military members were forced to take the vaccines. And there's this new video of this Navy, I guess he's a Navy doctor or something that, that that's circling around talking about 150% increase in cardiovascular issues with sailors since the COVID vaccine mandates. And uh, Todd and me were talking about it, and he said, man, I don't know if this is true. I don't know if that guy, you know, would be willing to w risk his career like that. And I told him straight up, I said, dude, I'm telling you right now, it, it, if I had ever become famous or not, if I was still in the military when COVID happened, I'm telling you right now, they would have dishonorably discharged me in a minute because there is no way I would have done it. I think we need the people like yourself that are willing to say, hold up something's going on here and we need to address it because if we sit idly by um it's almost it's almost kind of uh we got to get as many people in the life rafts as possible because you're right it is i do think that we're getting towards the end and that's why i appreciate you using your voice um for for, for the good of what i believe uh not just america but for the good of people's souls as well because you're not leaving out the church in this book either which i appreciate um and so talk me through the book so that's why you decided to write the book tell me the process of writing this book because like i said i read your first book very good but this book's a lot different than the first book and so you know what 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 happened to you as an individual, as a Christian? What led to you deciding? Because there's no way you didn't write this book, wimpy, weak, and woke, and not know that you were going to um, uh, offend some people or touch some nerves of some people. Um, you know, some people could call it career suicide in some ways of what you've done with this book. So 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 walk me through that process. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you just touched on some things that I feel really passionate about. We didn't think, I, I love it that, that you're saying, like, we didn't think that, that the government would lie, like, to this level. You didn't think, uh, like, some of those stuff, the way that, like, uh, the social media platforms are in cahoots with the Democrat Party, or not allowing you to say things that are obviously true, you're yeah. not allowed to say anymore, right? All this stuff, it's like, that part of you that that was naive. In fact, I think chapter one of the book is called "The Death of Naivety." Yep. It's like, all right, uh, it's done. I mean, for me, I even remember uh, remember when. Uh, do you remember a few months back when that film? What was the film about child trafficking? The, the Sound the of Freedom. Conservative film. Yeah, Sound of Freedom comes out, and then you've got all these outlets, Rolling Stone, all these 
uh, these um, media outlets coming out, making it seem like child trafficking is not even real. You know, yeah. like we're all just a bunch of QAnon people. Yeah, you know, like just a bunch of Trump MAGA stuff. supporters making movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it sounds like it sounds like they're denying that this is this is even real. And then I started looking into it and going, oh, of course, the Hollywood people aren't in, are mad about the film because these people are a bunch of perverts anyway. So yeah. it's like you just keep going to further and further down. And so for me, the process of it was going, OK, this is how bad things are, are getting. And I think that a lot of these big platformed institutional churches, I think a lot of these churches are involved in it. I think they're in cahoots with it as well. We know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, you know, Daily Wired reported some of the some of that with uh, with, you know, the vaccines and the masking and the church closures that there was a lot of people in, in the evangelical world involved with Fauci and all these people. Oh, that. so absolutely. Yeah. Kind of the, it's just so wicked and, and so gross. And so the process for me was going, okay, I'm going to put together a book that's going to answer these people that say, um, that's not what's going on. You're being an alarmist. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, here's the words directly from Karl Marx. Yep. Here's the words directly from Freud, from the sexual revolution, from these these perverts that really are coming for your kids, for these people who hate America for people that hate Western civilization. Um, that was kind of the process. And because I mean, it's got 650 footnotes because I'm quoting these people, frankly, because I'm tired of people saying stuff like, that's not even what they said. You don't know what critical race theory is. You don't even know what, you know, Karl Marx meant. He just, he just cared about poor people, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. I've got the quotes. I've got the receipts. Shut up. No, I like that, and, and, and I agree. So so some of the chapters in the book, as you said, chapter one is The Death of Naivety, uh, Off to See the Wizard, uh, True Love Hates, Revolution Now, Revolution Forever, Here We Are, Now Entertain Us. Ooh, I like that one. That was really good. Uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, You Can't Handle the Truth, Pervert Privilege. That, that one sticks out, and I'm pretty sure I know which direction this one's going. I haven't made it to Chapter 8 yet, but let's talk about, let's talk about that for a minute. Well, well, what, what do you mean in the chapter that is pervert privilege? What, what, what is that talking about? <laughs> I, I knew you'd like that title. <laughs> <laughs> I just decided well, to go straight through, and that one was like, ding, 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 ding. What is that one? Yeah. <laughs> There's the one that'll make somebody mad. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like. It's just this stupid upside down world we're living in. We're constantly talked told about white privilege, about male privilege, Christian privilege. We're constantly beat up. But the truth is, if you want to get away with something today, you have to be a pervert of some sort. Mm. Now we see that like like for instance, you know, that um remember this past year that uh that school teacher up in Canada it was a, a man that cross dresses and he wears the yep. humongous prosthetic breasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they and huge prosthetic breasts and they have nipples on them, so it's like super nipply, double, triple X. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it, it, it appears he, as a parody, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's like so over the top. Yeah. And I was th I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. Why are they putting up with this? If that was a female coming in to teach your kids with gigantic breasts, 
with nipples protruding without a bra. Yeah. People would be like, no, you can't dress like this. You can't do this. Yeah. So why is this person allowed to do that? Well, he, he, he has Uber rights. He has more rights than a woman, you know, because a woman teacher would be disallowed to do it. Yeah. But he's allowed to do it. Why? Because he's a pervert. Yep. And because he's a pervert, he's a part of some sort of, quote unquote, sexual minority. And if you're a sexual minority, then you are one of the oppressed, uh, oppressed classes. And if you're oppressed, then you get Uber rights and you get Uber privileges. And uh, we could keep going down. Like, like, for instance, you keep going down. Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. Uh, you know, the... the the infamous Bud Light, you know, sponsor. Um, that's another example. You would never allow, like, imagine this. Imagine you're Maybelline or whatever company, you know, um, supported, you know, uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Um, you would never allow a grown woman, a 35-year-old woman, to act like a 12-year-old girl Correct. in pigtails. Yeah. And parading around like she's playing Barbie dolls and having yeah. tea parties with people. No, you would you're say right. There's something, right? There's something mentally wrong with this. You, yeah. wouldn't do, you wouldn't want your little girl looking up to some grown butt woman acting like she's an eight-year-old child. Why do we make an exception for Dylan Levaney? Because he's a man Yeah. that says he's a woman yeah. because he's some sort of sexual minority. And you could keep going down that path way we have a million examples but that's the kind of privilege that we are allowed and we are allowing our kids to be influenced these from these people in the name of them being oppressed by society yeah it's upside down and it's time for people whether you're religious or not if you like the values that this country was based on you've got to start making some noise and saying no we are not letting these people influence our children at these schools and 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 the things they listen to and the people they watch on TikTok and this and that we've got to start doing something about it. Diversify your savings with physical precious metals while stockpiling on silver in your home safe. It's Birch Gold Group's most popular special of the year. Now through December 22nd, for every $5,000 you spend with Birch Gold, they'll send you a one ounce silver eagle coin for free. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver and have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's Precious Metals Specialist help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of pocket. And they'll send you a free silver for every 5000 that you spend. Just text the keyword Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your eligibility. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, now is the best time to buy gold from Birch Gold. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and claim your eligibility for free silver on qualifying purchases before December 22nd. Well, that's an interesting point, and, and and I think that's I mean you, you were you were circling right over dropping the newt there, and 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 so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to it because you're right. All these all these transgender gender fluid influencers, it, it's never the most popular ones are never women that think that they're men. It's always men. 
that are pretending to be women, and more specifically, men that are pretending to not be women, they're pretending to be little girls, is what it is. Little teeny bopper, little girls, because it's demonic, it's it's pedophilia, and, and that's what this really is, in my opinion. I used to think, well, it is mental illness, but but I believe a lot of it is nefarious in nature, uh, and an and a, and a evil, demonic spirit a lot of times, I truly believe, that's infiltrating yep. these people in their in their souls in their minds but 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 it's not a grown man that thinks that he's a grown woman it, it, it's a it's a grown man that wants to be this little teeny bopper this little teenager you know 12 13 year old little girl because at the end of the day they're they're, they're pedophiles at the end of the day there, there is a mass infiltration of pedophiles in our society and the algorithms to these platforms are promoting it that's why you never see uh, a 35 year old woman who thinks that she's a dude uh, you never see that trending on tiktok it, it's always it is always the guy that is dressing up in pigtails like a little girl would, those are the ones that are always trending. Those are the ones that everybody knows about. Those are the ones that are viral, that are getting all the sponsorships and everything. It makes me so mad that I have a 10-year-old little girl, a 10 years old, back in September, turned 10, and she knows, and I've had to explain to her about what gay, transgender, lesbian, all this stuff. I've had to, I've had to talk to my 10-year-old daughter about all of these things because it is so prevalent in the world now that, 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 that you have to address it. But you know the one place that they're not addressing it is church. And church is just overlooking all this. And now I realize there's some churches before everybody wants to jump down. My church talks about this. I'm not talking about the 1% of churches that are. But, but John, me and you have had this conversation so many times the one place that you would think would be on the forefront of the battle of this stuff, the church, wimpy, weak, and woke. That, 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 that's the only way I know yeah. to describe it. Why do you think that is? You even see things, whether you agree with it or not, Catholicism now. You see what's going on with the Pope, and the Pope is 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 having these transgenders come, and now they're talking about transgender people can receive, you know, blessings and all this other stuff in, in, in Catholic world. There's a bishop, or was it a cardinal? I don't know. I'm not Catholic. That was in Texas that the Pope, like, removed from his position because he was like, no, 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 no. The Bible doesn't say that we should be letting any of this stuff happen. And and you see it all over the world. A mass infiltration. What's the dude? What's the what what's the Protestant pastor that's really big that's all about gay people right now? Oh, what is his name? Andy Stanley. That's it. Yes, thank you very much. You 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 see that infiltrating Christianity now. What, 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 and, and they, they mask it under the realm of love. Like we should love everyone. Why do you think that is? And do you think that that is, I, again, I don't want to overuse the word. I think it's demonic. Well, what's going on in the church today? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. I yeah, sorry. I know, I, I know. Give, I get on a tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. I mean, I should really unpack the, what wimpy, weak, and woke is defined as, yes. really. But, but first, I want to rewind for people. Uh, I'm sure there are people listening that are not Christians. I hope you, you're going to love the podcast either way. But I just want to say something from the Bible that's going to blow some people's minds. One of the reasons you're seeing it is because men 
are weak. Men are not acting like men. Christian men are not acting like Christian men are supposed to act. And then when Christian men don't act like men, then what happens? Women start making bad decisions. Yep. That's not patriarchal. This is God's design. Yep. So I don't blame women. I blame men. Absolutely. So I'm blaming the men. But the result is that the reason is always uh, men who identify as women that get famous rather than the other way around is because women like them. Yeah. You know, you know Ooh, what I'm saying? That's it's, good. It's yeah, you're right. a bunch of dudes going, oh, I can't. I just want to be, I want to hang out with a trans. I want to be just like Dylan Mulvaney. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to go to the gym and we can lift weights together. That That's not what dudes are like. The girl, the women are the ones that are going to have to speak up against um, got trans identified people taking their jobs in their spaces, in their bathrooms. But yeah. I believe. It's really on the men, mm -hmm. and this is where we come back to a Christian foundation. Why has the church gotten gotten so pathetic on this? Here's why. Because the church is wimpy, and what I mean by wimpy is that we value winsomeness and tone over truth. Mm. We don't want to say the truth because the truth might hurt somebody's feelings, well, yeah. and we don't ever want to hurt somebody's feelings because we think, that Jesus was 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 wimpy. We think that Jesus was nothing more than just a the nice guy that lo loves everybody. And and obviously Jesus did love everybody. Jesus is love. He defines it. But Jesus told the truth to people. Mm -hmm. He did not pull punches because Jesus believed that the truth will set you free. Come on now, that's what the Bible says. Absolutely. So that's what that's what wimpy means. What weak means is that we have gotten weak philosophically and theologically mm. we are not doing enough thinking to go okay if i fall in line with this what is going to happen in society let's just give an example i love transgender people i meet transgender people at my concerts i've never met a transgender person i didn't that i didn't like they're all sweet i've had i've had you know we've taken photos whatever i want the best yeah. for them and it's not my business what they do with their homes and their Houses, it's not, I don't need to know. I don't want to know, right? Yeah. I love these people. But if we begin to change all of society based on this, you end up hurting people. You yeah. end up hurting young women. You hurt their sports. You hurt their safe spaces. You hurt their locker rooms. And you have the disintegration of truth in society. How in the world can you build society if you deny a basic foundational building block that there are differences between men and women yeah. you cannot build a society like that so it's not an issue of not loving people of course you love people and part of loving them is telling them the truth and that is what the church has really gotten wrong what do i mean when i say woke i'm just going to give this quick definition because i got a lot of pushback people saying you know, all the woke means is caring for the poor or caring about discrimination, and they're really mad. That is not what woke means. What what being woke means is being obsessed with social justice and 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 seeing life through a lens of oppressors and oppressed groups of people based on neo Marxism. Mm. It redefines who is oppressed. It's the and it and honestly, Graham, I know you know this, but. Every single weird thing happening in society is explained by that oppressor and oppressed narrative. Mm. Every single thing. It's the reason college kids 
in America are cheering on Hamas. Yep. You, you know, they're, they're cheering them on after they raped and butchered babies. The most demonic stuff I've ever seen in my whole life. And they're cheering it on. Why? Because they believe in this whole oppressed, oppressor narrative. And who is the biggest oppressor of all? America, Western Christianity, uh, sorry, America, Western civilization and Christianity mm. and anything, anything that fights against America or Christianity, that's the side they want to be on. And it explains every single thing. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think you're right. There is... There is a major, you know, it's such a tall mountain at this point. Like, like sometimes, you know, me and you have talked offline about this. There, there are days where, you know, I, I look at the evil daily, all day, every day, digest it, dissect it. How can I present this to the audience? How can I get this information out? And 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 it is a soul draining type thing. And, and, and I do get it. I, I get where Christians and especially pastors and all this other stuff, I get how they can come to the thing of, well, you know, I just need to completely separate myself to naivety, uh, to where, because if I get involved in that, then my spirit's going to be drained and then I can't present the good news and all this other kind of stuff. And, and, and the, Church on Sunday is for the sick who need a physician, right? Like you said, you love transgender people. Well, the church is for the sick who are in need of a physician. So look at it practically or literally, right? So somebody goes to a doctor because they're sick. And then the doctor just tells them how lovely they are on the inside. And they don't tell them to quit smoking because they've got stage one lung cancer and they're just going to let them keep doing what they're going to do until eventually it kills them, right? Well, I yep. look at it very practically the same way with the church. Hey, you know, absolutely, uh, the drug addicts, the 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 the, the adulterers, the liars, the cheaters, the stealers, uh, the, the the transgender, the confused, uh, the, the 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 demon oppressed people, like that the the church is that that is where you need to be because you are sick. Yeah. But if we don't ever talk about the truth that the Bible says, the good news is the birth, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the good news, right? Jesus yeah. came down fully God, fully man to, to, to die for our sins so we can live uh, with, 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 with him for eternity. Um, and, that you know, nobody gets to the Father except through Jesus. Like, that is the good news, Right. But then there's the sanctification of everything as well, where and that's the part nobody wants to do, including pastors these days. They don't want to talk about that stuff. The Sunday morning service is just the tip of the iceberg, but everybody just wants to focus on Sunday morning service. How many people do we get in? How many donate or how many tithes do we have? How many butts in the seat? I have had so many discouraging conversations when I won't name names right here, but, but with, with big churches 
that come to me for marketing advice. Hey, how do we do social media better? How do we do all this stuff better? Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I've had them say exact where you, you'd be surprised how many leadership cuss in church when nobody's around. And, and and they'll say, all I care about is getting, you know, at the end of the day, we care about getting a double S in the seats and, you know, and then we go from there type stuff. And I'm sitting there going, you're a pastor. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, 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 surely this can't be the way that you actually think about things. And, and I can't tell you how many pastoral associate pastors, et cetera, behind closed doors, they do whatever they want to do. And they talk however they want to walk or talk because they want to be relatable and they want to be, you know, this flawed person that people can relate to. But then you don't actually help anyone ever. And we're allowing people to live this lie. And there are so many people, John, that are going to hell because they have not been taught, they have not been introduced to the real Jesus and to real God and to the real Holy Spirit. They have not been introduced to any of it. And, and I do. I believe that there are people that think that they're saved because they've they've given their their, their heart to the woke Jesus and 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 and. and it is such a gigantic mountain to climb. Uh, how do you fight against this? Because it, it all starts in the church. It starts with 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 your home, with men, like you talked about it. Men that are leaving or, or absentee fathers, and now you've got women that are raising boys, and their 89% of their interaction from the age of zero to 18 is with women, and they have no idea how to be a real man, and then they get gender confused, and it leads to this gender identity disorder and all this other kind of stuff. But it all starts with the foundation of the church and, and, and men being strong in our Christian faith and our Christian values. And people don't want to hear that. People get upset when you start talking about that stuff. But everything that you're talking about right now is weak men allowing it to happen, whether it be in the church, whether it be in society, whether it be in the government, whether it be in the military, whatever. It is happening because weak men are doing nothing. And standing idly by. Yeah, well, I can't disagree with that, Graham, at all. I mean, but part of um, maybe maybe unpacking a little further. Yeah, what please. You said is that that when you come to the Bible, what what the Bible does for us coming to Jesus, coming to Jesus, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He Jesus doesn't just save us when we die. Of course, that's. The most important thing there is, the best news there is in the whole world. But Jesus orders your life. Mm, the Bible yep. orders your life. It tells you how to live yep. on a day-by-day -day basis. What we are seeing in American culture right now is basically the undoing of order. It is the undoing of, of anything that is built on Christian civilization. And that is the reason it feels so chaotic. Constantly, there is no order to anything. Our culture hates men. Yep. Um, the only time our culture likes masculinity is if it's a woman acting like a man. Mm, then yep. she's a she's a power boss. You know, go girl, you're a slay. You know, slay queen. Yeah. Then it's good. But if it's not a woman doing it, then masculinity is the worst thing in the world. And families are bad. Fatherhood is seen as bad. It is the undoing of society. What? What a lot of churches are not—I don't know if they don't know it. These people, I don't know—I don't know if, if they just don't want to say it. I don't know what the deal is, but it's almost like 
it, they've forgotten that it was the Bible, the Bible that led us to liberty. Mm, like, do you yeah. enjoy liberty? It's the Bible that gave us this. Do you enjoy freedom of speech? It's the Bible that gave us this. Do yeah. you enjoy the freedom to assemble, to go to church or to not go to church? You can go on Twitter today and you can speak your mind freely against Christianity. And people like Graham Allen and John Cooper would support your right to do that because you're living in America. You don't have yeah. to be a Christian. You can do what you want to do on your Internet. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's crazy. They don't even understand that liberty is God's idea. And we got here because of the Bible. And it's wonderful. And if you take it away and if you say, hey, I don't want I don't want anything to do with that. I'm not going to train my people in these ideas. Well, then you might just end up in barbarism. You might end up. I mean, it's, it's insane to think about like queers for Palestine. Oh, yeah. It, it's like it's crazy stuff like this. So you have people in America marching as queers for Palestine, even though they'd never be able to go to Palestine and be queer. They would be they'd beheaded and thrown off a cliff like the, like instantly. Yes. yes. Well, 100 percent. It's the most. No, they don't even. Go ahead. Yeah. So it, it's sort of like it. It's America where you actually have the freedom to live queer. So why are you fighting against America? Yeah. You, if you get what you want, you could never go to Palestine and live this way. It's like they don't even understand. So I think that Christians, we need to get more. Um, what's the word I would use? We need to be more um, secure and confident about the Bible that we claim to believe in. Yeah. If we believe the Bible is true, then why not be morally confident? Why not say what the Bible says? Because it leads to positive outcomes. It leads to flourishing. It leads to blessing in God. And I don't know why there's so many churches that don't want to say what's true. Because as you said, people are sick. We want you to come here. If you're, if you're whoever you are, whatever sexual lifestyle you're living, we want you to come to our church. We want to tell you the truth because you need to be forgiven and you need to change your life so that you can flourish. This is not because we hate you. It's because we love you. No, I, I agree. What is the repercussion for having the freedom to be stupid for too long? Well, what, what, what's the repercussion for, for, for those yeah. things? Well, what is the repercussion for having the freedom to be weak for too long? Well, 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 what are the repercussions of those things? Let me ask you a question. Let's talk about the government for a minute. Uh, you know, I, what, and, and I'm curious, I know that every time me and you talk, we get into this conversation about the church and the government and Christians with the government and things like that. I, I'm curious if your position has changed at all over the past several years or, or, or things like that. What do you believe? Because I believe the only way, one, I don't believe America is fixable. I believe that we as Christians can can perhaps, uh, you know, keep it from complete and total destruction, you know, for, for a little longer. But if you read the Bible, you believe the Bible to be true. We all know how this ends. I don't know if it's three years from now, or if it's 3,000 years from now or whatever. But what do you think is the role of Christianity with what's going on in our culture, in our society. Uh, and I'm curious if that has changed over the years. Mm, wow, great question. 
So when Jesus was about to ascend to heaven, so this is, of course, Jesus died, was buried, he mm-hmm. resurrected. Yeah. He sh- you know, over 500 people witnessed him after he resurrected. He's given his disciples his final instructions. Yep. And he says to them, go into all the earth. Yep. Preaching the good news, making disciples of, of all nations. Yep. Teaching them everything I have commanded to you. Yep. Everything I've commanded to you. You got to train them, train them to be just like you. Because and everything I've told you, you go tell them. So I think that God wants the church, if I've understood the Bible, the church is supposed to train the nation in righteousness mm-hmm. and immorality. We are supposed to be the voice of righteousness for a fallen world. And I think that we got fat, lazy, fat and happy and lazy and stupid over the last several hundred years. And we just think that liberty is just a given Mm. justice is just a given being able to go to church and worship god the way i want to worship god well of course that's just a given come on you guys no that is not a given people bled they died they gave up their sons for this um how stupid and it's 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 such a waste that we have just i mean i I don't want to i don't want to I want to say pissed it away. I'm trying to think of a way not to offend somebody. They pissed it away. Yeah. That's what, what do you do? You threw it away like a moron because we all thought, oh, everybody's got freedom. No, they don't. Yeah. And so I, I think the role of the church is to to train the nation in what is righteous, to speak the truth, that, that Christ is the truth, and to obey everything that he is, he is commanded. And part of what the church is supposed to train the nation in honestly, is the role of the government. Hmm. Because the Bible tells us the role of the government. The yep. government it actually is supposed to be a servant of God. Yep. So the, so a minister, the Bible uses the word minister. So we have, when we think of ministers, we think of pastors and people that preach on Sunday morning, and that's good. But the, but the government is also supposed to be a minister. Well, what is, what is the government minister to its people? The government ministers wrath against the evildoer Mm. so so what happens if the church doesn't train the government on who is the evildoer well what happens now then the government starts to to avenge wrath against people who do good Mm. and and if you don't believe that that's possible we've all seen what's happened in the last couple of years as 25 FBI SWAT members come to some pro-lifer's house yep. threatening people with automatic weapon. 25? For what? So we've seen what happens when the government all of a sudden becomes an avenger against those who actually do good things. Yeah, That is a scary, scary place. So I, I like what you said. Look, we, we're not actual Christian nationalists in the sense that we want to create some theocracy where the church now becomes the government, you know, or something. Yeah, judge, like jury, that. executioner, not all that all. stuff. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, it's, nobody, hardly anybody actually believes that. We get accused of that, but we don't believe that. But we do believe in the same thing that our founding fathers believed, that this nation was built for a religious people. Mm. And that's why we have maximum freedom. Yeah. We have maximum freedom because we are religious people and we all know the limits. Well, no longer, we don't know the limits anymore. And now 
You see that thing happen when the Bible says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. That's what's happening now, and it is being twisted on its head. And when it gets twisted on its head, the government begin, is going to come for those who, like us who are trying to stop people from killing their unborn children. Mm. Or we are trying to stop kids from being um, um, uh, sexualized by their school teachers or by um, transgender ideology and yada, yada, yada. They begin to come for people like us who are actually trying to do righteous things. That's why the church needs to wake up. And I truly believe if the church would just get loud about it, there's so many Christians, it would make a huge impact, a huge impact. No, I, I agree. Uh, one last question, John, and I'm just curious your thoughts on here. And you may get into it in the book. You may not. I don't want to give too much away. But as Christians, uh, because I know that me and you, at the end of the day, we have a, a, a biblical worldview. Like At the end of the day, that, that is our worldview, the end. If you ask me what I really think, I'm going to give you the biblical worldview because that's that's actually what I view all of my real thoughts on what I think is my biblical worldview. I am under the position right now, and I've had many conversations with many pastors, other Christian, I don't know, influential people and things like that. I, I believe that there is a time for peace. There's a time for escalation of force. And there's a time for war, even in the Christian world. I just do. I, I truly believe that. I believe that we are at a true escalation of force territory that we as Christians need to be able to, 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 to show and to, to, to visualize amongst the world. Hey, we love everybody as, as God commanded us to. But do not get it twisted. We are not backing down on A, B, C, or D. And if you keep pushing it, we're going to have to fight back about this kind of stuff. I, I believe that we are at a true escalation of show of force right this second in, in the Christian world because Christianity is under attack. I mean, we, we see it point blank. Muslim, uh, Islam is not under attack. Uh, Buddhism is not under attack. It's Christianity that's under attack. And I believe if we keep sitting back and just believing that we're in peacetime right now, that we're going to be overrun. And this freedom that you're talking about, it was, it was already tested during the COVID lockdowns. Your freedom was taken away from you. It was a test trial. Let's see what they do when we tell them that they can't do something anymore. And there was a, there was a percentage of people that fought back. I just, I truly believe that we are at a point where, where Christians need to start getting a bit more aggressive right now because they are trying to take territory from us right this second. And, and, and I'm curious your thoughts of where you think we actually are. Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't know where we're at. I, for me personally, I wouldn't say that we are at a place of force. Um, that's that's getting beyond my sort of uh, what show I would of force, about. Not, not, not force, show of force. Like, uh, what, what? Maybe I'm doing too many mili military terms. Show of force. Like, hey, this is th this is where we we draw the line, and if you step over this yeah. line, then we're going to have a problem. Does that make sense? Uh, I, I, I guess. See what you're yeah. Saying. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I no, I see what you're saying. Um, I absolutely think. Part of the issue happening in Christianity is that 
a lot of the church in America has become pacifist mm, yep. and they are pacifist in, in whether you're talking about actual for, force, like meaning a lot of them would say that the American revolutionary war was actually not good. That was not God sanctioned. That was a bad thing. Mm. Uh, I absolutely disagree with them. Yeah. I think they're a hundred percent wrong, but then again, I'm not a pacifist. Um, I don't think the Bible preaches pacifism like they do. Mm. Um, and because they are pacifists like that, they have become pacifists on everything. So they meaning, for instance, there's a um, constitutional uh, religious freedom guy, Christian evangelical, um, calls himself a conservative, doesn't seem very conservative to me any longer, called David French. Mm, yeah. David French is on my chopping block. This guy drives me crazy. And uh, he, he, is, he has become this position of Christians need to stop doing what you say stop making such a big deal about stuff like kind of like what you're saying about this so he would say stop making a big deal about drag queen story hour this is a country of liberty everybody has the liberty to to do what they want to do so he's he's taking these really bizarre positions christians stop pushing back against abortion christians stop pushing back against um like they would say they don't like the bud light boycotts things like that they stop 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 boycotting bud light because you're just showing that you hate people don't don't boycott target in other words they have a they have a mindset of pacifism and we are going to have to get rid of that because let me say I, i might not be saying this very well graham but here's what i'm trying to say they believe that we are being selfish if we say hey I don't want Drag Queen Story Hour at the public library. I want to push against it. They would say, stop being selfish. I don't want, um, uh, what do you call it, like little kids, uh, transgender bathing suits at Target. I don't like they're doing that. I want to boycott Target. They would say, stop pushing for the world the way you want it and blah, blah, mm. blah. What they don't understand is that, w that the world <laughs> that we are about to get to if the, sex, if the secular revolutionaries win, the world we are coming to is so dark and is so destructive and is so ugly and is so just filthy, it is trash world, it is so bad that we are being loving by standing against it. I, in other words, I, I say to these people, I said to one of them recently, I said, what, I said to them, if you will not stand against what Target is doing, if you will not stand against the drag queen story hour, if you will not stand against the transgender theory at kin in, in kindergarten at your kid's school, then I do not believe you that you would have marched with MLK. Mm. I do not believe you that you would have stood with Bonhoeffer against yep. Hitler. I do not believe you when you say, oh, I definitely would have been on the right side of of the abolition movement against slavery. Yep. No, you wouldn't. These people would have fallen in line. Now, don't play with me you would not have said peep back then you would have been just as pacifist mm. as you are right now stop lying about it we need christians who will be like the abolitionists in the 1840s who started the underground railroad this said screw this what the government's doing is evil and we are going to stand up for righteousness by helping these slaves escape we need people that are like Bonhoeffer that say what this Hitler guy is doing is wicked. And if no other pastors stand with me, I'm going to give my life for this cause. Mm. That's what we need for Christians to do right now. I think that's I think that's powerful. And I think that's a great way to 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 
feed into the end of this thing is I think that a lot of Christians have to ask themselves today, if you insert Jesus into a situation, i.e., grown men naked riding bikes down a parade where children are. Do you think Jesus would have stood there and been like, oh, this is awesome. I love everybody. And this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, if you put Jesus into that uh, operating room where you're murdering that child up until the ninth month of development, uh, you know, do you, do, do we honestly believe that Jesus would just stand idly by and just be like, oh yeah, this is great. I love everybody. Uh, you know, we're just going to let this happen. Do we honestly believe that Jesus would stand idly by in a elementary school where a transgender teacher is talking about sexual positions and how to perform sexual acts uh, to our fifth graders. No, Jesus would flip tables. He would take the whip out. He would, he would absolute no. I, I just, that's not the Jesus I know. And, and, and I just refuse to believe it. And, and I think that's a good segue into uh, why this book, Wimpy, Weak, and Woke, uh, how truth can save America from utopian destruction. As me and you have talked about, this utopian idea is a lie. It's not possible. And everything that's happening right now is under false pretense of this utopian society is achievable and that people are inherently good on the inside. And as Christians, we know the exact opposite. And I'm excited for people to read this book. John. Where can people go get your book? I know that you had Christian uh, publishers that wanted to do a book with you, but not this book. And so you said, well, if they're not going to do this book, then I'm going to do it myself. Where do people need to go to get this book? Yeah, that's right. Go to johnlcooper.com. You can get the... Um there's limited edition hardbacks. If you want a hardback, you need to get it soon. Mm. Um, JohnLCooper.com. The Kindle version is available on Amazon. That's where you get it. And you know what? You just nailed it when you were saying, if Jesus was there, like the bicycle riding, as you're talking about, naked men. If Jesus was there, and the you nailed it, Graham. That's 100% accurate. And you want to hear what's really sad. Because I've talked to a lot of a lot of popular Christian leaders, I think they would disagree with you. Right. I think they would say, "Of course, Jesus wouldn't say something because he." Uh, they have so embraced the spirit of the age, this this like niceness, this politeness, this sort of like oh, inclusive. We never hurt anybody's feelings. They have so embraced it. It is such a lie that it is it is distorted their understanding of the Bible. So you just nailed it. If you truly want to be like Jesus, then you have to stand against evil. In fact, Jesus even said it himself. He said, the world hates me because I testify that its works are evil. Mm. That's what Jesus said. I testify that the works of the world are evil. So people hate me for it. So uh, the church is going to have to rise up. And uh, if, if there are people out here listening that want to go in death, to where these ideologies come from, how wicked they are, they're going to get a really in-depth look at it in this book. And so I hope that it really helps people and strengthens their faith, faith and gives them a confidence in the Bible and a confidence, if they're not, if they're not religious, no problem, a confidence in the values that built this country. 
Well, I love it. And man, we're, we're super appreciative for your voice and your stance and your leadership in this regard, because the battle is just getting started. I, I truly believe that. I, I truly believe that uh, it's the Bongino rule. It, it's not bad enough yet. And, and I believe it's only going to get worse uh, before maybe it potentially gets better or maybe potentially it ends. One of the two. No, 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 no man knows the time or hour of the day. And uh, I'm excited for this book. John L. Cooper.com. Go get the book. Order one for yourself and order one. It's the holidays. Order 10 for your family uh, to get the conversation started at Christmas time. Uh, that's all we have for this episode of Dear America. We hope you guys enjoyed it. John L. Cooper.com. Wimpy, weak, and woke. Go get your copy now. John, thanks so much for being here. You know we love you here at the Dear America family. That's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you all again next time.